Dinah might lend a cheer Either when she is strong Now the days are quite long All along sing the open song uh, Solly here in the Kill House. Big Randy is joining for the first time here. Hello, Big Randy. Hello, guys. How are you? Wonderful. That is the sound playing from my board. Apologies for that. Uh, TC is here. I'm here. I'm. I'm just always right. I when I run the the ones and twos, I just get something always goes wrong. So I'm not the master here. DJ Pie is not here today. So uh, kind of we got a lot of balls in the air here. Uh, Randy, first time joining the show here. Just throwing thro- this week, I should say, throwing grenades, if I may say, at the English fans today on Twitter. Just unprovoked attacks. What's got you fired up about the Open Championship so far? Blokes, anti bloke. Uh, something just snapped. You know, I I pride myself in sticking to the facts. Uh, and if people don't like that, then that's their prerogative. But, you know, I'm just so sick of Paul Casey. Like, I'm sick. It, it starts with Paul Casey. I'm so sick of seeing him, uh, you know, around the top 10 in majors that he's not really in contention at. And it just got me thinking, like, what Englishmen, they don't do anything. They, they never, they don't do anything. They're like UT basketball, right? They, they do less with more than any other golfing nation. And I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of all of it. Um, I love Fleetwood. I love Matty Fitzpatrick. You know, this is not a personal take. Team, team Rose is going to be pissed. Team Rose, uh, the last 25 years. Since since Sir Nick's last one, it's just not good enough. It's unacceptable, and I I I had to get it off my chest. Well, before you you got you got the Brits right. This is the one week that the Brits might actually be watching this week. You know, with it not being a late finish, and you you choose this week to do it, and I greatly appreciate that. Before we get going too far, I'm from. I would like them to know I'm from the Cambridge Union style of debate, facts only. Uh, very, I'm a, I'm a very classy debater, so I, I hope they don't. You know, think I'm just an American troll or something. Hit a little bit of gain on your mic while uh, TC tells us a little, a little bit about our friends at Wine Access. Randy, I'm going to throw some facts at you. Uh, hey, Wine Access is where we use, buy our wine. Use wine facts. Yeah, use, use wine facts. Um, wine Access is our resource for buying wine, and uh, but their offerings actually go beyond wine. And uh, with the uh, Tokyo Olympics coming up, if you're just drinking sake with sushi, you're missing out, which I'm missing out. I need to get deeper into the sake game. Um, Eduardo from Wine Access, who ran Morimoto's global beverage program for 10 years. Uh, that's, I believe, Iron Chef Morimoto. Uh, Randy, I, I know you're a big fan. Of course. You don't, of course. You don't have to tell me that. He put together a piece on their website with some interesting sake pairings. It's at wineaccess.com slash NLU sake. That's uh, S-A-K-E. Uh, again, wineaccess.com slash NLU sake. And uh, from barbecue and pizza to Mexican and Thai curry, he's got all sorts of pairings on there. Uh, bacon cheeseburger with the Hirai Junmai. Uh, I know Poosh is just going to roast me for all these pronunciations <laughs> too. Uh, smoked barbecue on. There's a Thai curry, uh, Taka Chio, uh, Katafune. Soft fowls. Soft fowls. yeah. Uh, grilled tomahawk steak and Amayo. Sukasa Black. Uh, yeah, there's all sorts of sakes on there. I'm gonna get deep in the sake scene for the Olympics here. So, interesting. Uh, hopefully, you guys do too. And then, of course, there's still the um, 15% off your first three orders with uh, Wine Access when you go to wineaccess.com/nlu. And uh, yeah, just 
great selection on there and um, just stock up for kind of this summer stretch and into the fall. Uh, Randy, we got a question from Ulsterman1999. How does Louie finish T2 from here? Uh, I mean, he's, let, me, let me reverse the question and put it on you guys. We might be getting ahead of ourselves, but is, is Louie going to win? No, because Spieth's going to win. Speed, I'm not, I'm not, I will never waver. Speed is going to win. Oh, you'll never waver. <laughs> I will never waver. Speed is going to win, right? You've betrayed um, him three no, times. No, we're not doing this again. I, we're, we put this to bed last night. Randy, is Speed still going to win? Yeah, well, I think he and Morikawa yeah. are both going to win. If I had to, if you're asking for my honest opinion, that's the biggest threat right now is, is Morikawa, I would say. Is Morikawa more than Speed or more than, more than Louis? I would. I mean, I when Louis rolled in the Eagle on 14, I was like, ooh, all right, this might be like the open championship runaway. And then he turned right around and bogeyed the next hole. And it was like, okay, I can start to sense how he's going to just slide back. He's probably going to come one shot short yet again. I've seen this movie many, many times. I'm with, I'm with Randy on this one. I'm not, this is the least threatened I've felt by, by Ustazen at any point. And I have to thank him. He's got me in first place in my uh, uh, DraftKings qualifier for the Fantasy Championship Series, first out of 180. And he's going to take me to the title. I'm, we're going to Vegas, baby. But so I, I owe him for that. I legitimately think he is going to Vegas. I'm probably it's going to win. I really Vegas. am actually going to win this thing. Uh, but Big Randy, I think you're in 50th. Sorry to uh, to. Uh, he was up there beating you for a while today. He had his guys were playing in the morning. He was not. He was never beating me. First of all, he has Rory on his team. You're beating whistles go woo. I am. I'm beating everybody. But uh, I'm going to ask. going to make a big run. I'm going to ask you to answer for Rory. This is a Rory free zone. I don't want to talk about Rory. <laughs> I don't want to mention his name. It's just like, he, it's it, it sucks. He needs to retire. Asked mm. asked a Gotta different way. I, I actually might support that. Uh, at Matt Pell four five 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 seven eight nine seven. I think has his phone number Ooh. in his handle. How does Louis? How low does Louis have to go tomorrow for you to comfortably pick him as the winner before Sunday, Randy? Um, I think he'd have to be like eight shots clear. Eight, eight. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of on shots an, on an easy golf course like this. Sure. I I feel like we're characterizing Louis as somebody that chokes away majors a lot, which is not the case. It just literally doesn't fall his way every time since the one that he won. Uh, what? What's a, what's an example of a choke? Well, the drive at Tory wasn't. He, great. he doesn't not have great, like notorious but, chokes, but. I think you're carrying a little bit of water for him. Like he, he also just doesn't win. And so I, you know, I had no credit for not having like very public chokes like Spieth at Augusta. Um, but he, but he just doesn't do enough to win. It's not like he's, you know, getting out kicked at the line all the time. I, I'm not buying that. You got to go snatch it. But at the same time, like, I don't think he's, I mean, eight's a lot, like a lot of things would have to, not fall his way to like lose like a four shot lead. Like you're you're qual- you're characterizing him as a choker in that instance. Yeah, if you're if you're saying a seven shot lead wouldn't be good enough for him going into the no, final round. No, I No, you you asked me you asked me where I would feel comfortable. Okay. That that's a different question than like could he win with a three shot lead? Uh but where I would feel comfortable and like, oh yeah, Louis for sure gonna win is like eight shots. Lo- odds right now Ustazen's plus 225, Spieth is plus 400, Morikawa plus 450, DJ plus 800, Rom plus 1400, Kepka 1400, Scheffler 1400, and then Paul K- falling all the way back to Paul Casey at plus 4000 after that. I know okay. you got a Casey bet, I'm sure, but 
Yeah. Kate, yeah. If anybody wants to like your money not even betting on Casey, just mail it to us instead. Fratelli and Scheffler not even They weren't even Scheffler was in there okay. and that and Scheffler was plus fourteen hundred, but no respect for Daniel Von Tonder. Fratelli's fi, uh, plus five thousand, Von Tonder's plus uh plus uh thirteen thousand right now. Hundred thirty to one thirty to one Von Tonder to win right four now. back. Huh. That's gonna be a what very confusing one. What'd you say Grio was? Um, I was going to say Van, Van Tonder is going to be a very confusing one on the uh, on the Wikipedia page. Grillo is plus sixty five hundred. Grillo is such a good ball striker. He is he's crazy. He just That's, he's yeah. he's Andres Romero two point Exactly, and Andres would make runs. That's oh. uh, I mean, he was like a freight train coming. He would exactly. You know, he'd be nine under on a twelve hole stretch, and then he'd have a sloppy double, and then <laughs> a couple pars in a row, and maybe close with a birdie. You know, he'd be hitting it in a berm or <laughs> yeah. off a wall somewhere. Oh, the best! I miss that guy. The big thing with Grillo has always been putting. I'm going to try to put some awful some numbers but I think to these, this. These greens kind of it neutralizes a little bit. Things, yeah, right? it doesn't seem. I, I don't know. That, again, we don't have stats to go off this, so we're kind of just. We're kind of winging it. Thanks or to we, NTT data. Or we could do what Brandel does. They have who, a day wall. They have a day wall. They've built the wall. They won't let you in. Yeah, NTT data is not giving us any data. This is the worst sponsorship ever. They're literally blocking us out from the uh, from the from the data. Yet yeah, uh, Grillo was one eighty fifth in twenty nineteen, one ninety second in twenty twenty, tenth randomly in twenty eighteen. Uh, but in recent years, has really, really struggled with the putter. But uh, he has always been able to can hit the I, shit out can of I it. Can I make you putts? Um, Morikawa. I feel like it, the afternoon was so busy. The the waves were first of all very uneven. Um, yeah. And but Morikawa's uh, six, second round sixty four seems like it was a couple days ago at this point. Uh, threatened history today. He almost he could have very easily shot sixty one. We effectively threw the Twitter jinx on him, but. Uh, that was about as as clinical of a, a round of golf as you could imagine. I feel, would we be more excited about it if we had just watched that finish? I mean, I was pretty like you know, what I mean, like, yeah. but as well, far as I his chances the, I think going, the bogey in. on fifteen kind of put a damper on things too, and then um, made it made a good par putt down the stretch there. I think on what seventeen or eighteen, but um, yeah, it was it was just clinical. Like it was there was nothing too too flashy about it. It was just really 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 good golf. Um, I don't know. It was, it was, but like, it almost felt and like, maybe I'm just making this up, but it almost felt like a foregone conclusion yesterday that he was, he was going to come steaming in. Like he, he seemed like he played solid yesterday, going out in the morning today and just asserting himself. And there's probably something to like, not just putting on a different putting surface that, you know, guys are not as used to putting on that, you know, he is giving shots back to the field, almost always putting and, and he's using the stranger. He's got a stranger. Like no, he's he's got a new grip again this week. Another new one? I, I think he's just a new grip every week. <laughs> he uses throughout the round. Uh, he'll claw in, in closer and then uh, more traditional farther away. Huh. Um, yeah, that worries me. <laughs> which you know, whatever works, right? Um, but I think it, to this point, like his iron play, as good as as much as it is talked about, like the staggering separation he has from the rest of the field really kind of hit me today because you can look at the numbers he's got he's averaging 1.406 or something strokes gained approach and second on that list is paul casey somewhere around 0.9 so you're like ah yeah you know like whatever i'm 0.6 shots that's two and a half shots better than the second best guy per tournament 
And Paul Casey is that far like distance above the 55th best iron player. Like that's how good Morikawa has been. He's got he's cat like. I think it's the fourth best ever strokes gain approach uh, season that in the history of the PGA Tour since 2003. I guess since they've invented shot link. Of course, the top three being the cat. And I, it's just kind of like seeing that is like he drives it plenty good enough. It's obviously the putting that has held him back. But like God, how has he not had just a monster monster season hitting it that good? But man. I'll tell you who's who's a little bit of a of a odd, um, you know, entrant in here to the first page of the leaderboard is Dylan Fratelli, because you're, you're talking about a course that has two, only two par fives. They're not really you can't really overpower them or anything like that. Um, and and Fratelli's more of like a just a send it you know send it off the tee, not gaining a bunch of shots on approach. Uh, I think he's you know up in the hundreds last year and this year as far as approach. Uh, strokes gained and he's added like 20 yards of distance in the last year quietly yeah and he's you know he's seven under he's t4 right now and 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 really got here late too like went went home from quad cities to austin and then flew to london i think he got there on tuesday so is that four south africans i'm counting in the top 10 there's uh, been quite the south african representation five mm-hmm. one two three four four i'll tell you what's interesting about fratelli too is he's doing all his damage on the back nine which is, um, I, I don't know if that's it's it's technically but it's he, technically he playing easier. And, is it? It doesn't seem like it should. And it I never saw the stat today. It was, it was crazy. It was like, you know, something. Uh, it, it was like a hundred and fifty stroke difference. The back huh. is is playing, and today it played a shot easier. Yeah, so basically a shot per player, a shot easier, hundred fifty plus stroke difference. Uh, than than um, than the front nine did, and yesterday it was closer to a half shot. But I I'm not exactly sure what that'd be. But a couple easier pins. Uh, but yeah, that finishing stretch, the last five holes, four the four of the last five holes played under par today, uh, and and five of the last seven. A couple under. funnel pins on that back. They were no, good. They're not trailing. funnel pins. Come on, mm. they were like up uh, near some they, they of were, the most dramatic fu- slopes. They, you know what? You can't spell you can't spell funnel without the word fun though. It, it is a little more fun on a golf course that, if I may say, is not blowing me away. I'm going to need the St. George's defenders to step up because it it's it's quirky. Quirky was like one of the perks of it, and like none of the weird shit is seems to really be happening. It's just not bouncy. Well, it's yeah. too soft. Well, you know, you're the one that that was coming at us for bitching about that at at uh, Winged Foot. But Wingfoot is like a yeah. very solid design, has very interesting pins, interesting green contours, and the greens were playing for seventy five percent of the tournament. The greens played pretty interestingly. Fifty percent, but all right, mm, you know, sixty two percent. Yes, but, no, I think uh, you know some of it's just weather George too, right? I like, might, like the my God, the uh, the like the bunkering would be a lot more penal. I think if it was bouncier and like the bunkers get bigger, the bouncier and firmer it, does. it gets and the windier it gets. Right. Yeah. It just, it seems like it, it just, it, I don't, we're just not getting the full experience. We're not. And it seems like more than greater than 50% of the time in this championship, it just seems like, well, we didn't get the weather. So like the course didn't really, you know, do much of anything. That's, and yeah. that's exactly what I was about ready to say is, it's a shame, but a lot of these open roto courses seem like they're so weather dependent. Uh, you know, what, maybe they're, it's they're maybe so it's, soft if if the weather doesn't cooperate. Maybe it's like the Pipe Masters or the the uh, Eddie. You know, they've got to they they only hold it if the conditions are right. <laughs> I like that, DC. I like that. You know, and then what, if the conditions aren't right, they just go to Carnoustie or something. 
yeah, didn't we have a bus idea for the U.S. Open? Did we? Weren't we going to bus all the participants somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you were championing. I tuned out I for like, like a half a second, and that. I'm so totally lost now. I mean, well, tomorrow is going to be, what, 12, 12 mile an hour wins again? Allegedly a tiny bit. Uh, 12? They better slow those greens windier. down. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, why, you know, like, why are the... Why are the greens so like not bouncy? Right, I know they've had rain and stuff like that, but it's been dry this week. Yeah, it it, it has to only get bouncier, right? There's no way they put water on them tonight. But again, like this morning, they basically said, and maybe this is just because of the draw. Um, they didn't want you know Jay to to be all up on them, but uh, they were exactly the same bounciness this morning and in, in like within point one speed wise this morning. So. Mm. Maybe they ramp it up tonight, and again, but again, that's not really the RNA's thing, right? They don't well, manipulate I think, the golf course. Isn't there something too the like you're trying to get the first two days to play as similar as totally. possible, right? With the draws, yeah. and and I guess it's not as dramatic when you don't have guys starting off both. You know, you don't have to flip starting off both sides and everything. But they got no excuse for not putting some pins in some precarious situations tomorrow. I'd say closer to edges, closer to slopes, watching balls funnel into bunkers. Like sixteen was a pretty interesting little pin today. Mm-hmm. Fifteen was a really good pin. Nine was a good pin. Um, but I, I want to see him not necessarily, I'm not saying it's like super diabolical, but just put it like, Hey, a great shot's going to make a birdie. And one that kind of gets rejected could very well be bogey. Cause when Bryson hit it in the bunker, I forget what hole it was. He hit it like up against the lip of a bunker with like a somewhat of a wedge into a, a hole in the back nine. And I was like, huh, that's honestly like the first shot I could think of first approach. I could think of that has gone into a bunker this week, which is what I consider to be the main challenge that comes from approach shots. And I don't know. It seems weird that. It would only take you have to have wind for guys to hit approach shots into bunkers. That doesn't seem like how it should be. No, I agree. And well, and it's like it's not like the wind is going to ramp up next week, or it's not like it was windy the couple of days before the tournament. Like I'm going through the forecast over the next ten days, and it's the same fucking thing every day. Yeah. It's like eight to twelve mile an hour winds from the south or the west. How about uh, how about our man Spieth? He looked uh, great. Greller looked great. I think he he did a great job today. Uh, he had that look in his eye. Spieth, uh, Spieth's approach game is just fucking dialed, and he's got that bleeder that you know that that little bleeder cut going off the tee, which I love. Super repeatable. Um, I, that was like the the least he could have got out of today. It felt yeah. like sixty seven. Um, he played the last six holes one over. It, I, I, and that was a stretch of holes, like we said, the four of the last six holes were playing, uh, averaging under par. He, he, he could have easily gotten to 11, I think. Um, made some putts today, but had a couple that just hit lips, missed a, missed one that really, I think he really would say that he should have made. Um, that honestly, he played so good and didn't get a lot out of it. That has me, that's the first concern I've got was like, ah, Man, I have a feeling we're going to look back at that Saturday I, afternoon or Friday afternoon and be like, man, he, he really wasted a couple shots there on that back. I'd nine. much rather him be there than than scrapping one around and squeezing yeah. every shot out of a of a shitty ball striking around that, right? I, it just kind of almost feels like we're due for a scrappy day tomorrow, right? And then we're going to look up and we're going to be like a couple shots off the lead and just kind of, you know, I don't know. It, it's starting to... I'm still, he's still my guy to win, but it's starting to smell no, like a teeth. Ye of, ye of little no, faith. Get out of Come here. on. Yeah, get out of here. Bring he's it. fine. He's solo third. Shot you know, 67 today. Get out of here. He's, he's essentially one off the lead. Like he could not be in a better spot. <laughs> you, you can't win the tournament on Friday. God, what a beautiful little subtle dig there at Louis. Just, you don't even see Louis's name on the leaderboard when you look at it, do you? <laughs> um, no, I don't. I really don't think he's, he's going to win. 
Can we talk DJ? I feel like you guys have oh, been oh, dogging yeah. DJ lately. He's I feel just, like if he's lurking, I feel like he's DJ at eight to one is is the best value right now. Well, we talked about in the preview. He was 22, 23 to one or whatever, but going into the tournament, seventh uh, lowest odds on the on the sheet, which was something we hadn't seen in the last I don't know five years, maybe in majors for DJ. Seven, and seven birdies today. It was this leaderboard, man. For you know, for the golf course not delivering a ton of thrills and kind of you know, it could uh, bounce this way, could do make bogey bounce this way, goes birdie. That usually separates players really well. I don't really feel like we have that. It has separated out top players because this is a, as good of a, a, you know, a top 15 as I can, I can really recall after two rounds. Usually things are still sorting out after two rounds. There's a couple guys up there that I don't expect to stick around, but man, it's, it, it got names, heavy name names. Van Tonder, uh, Grillo's not going to stick around. Um, Andy Sullivan, not going to stick around. Harding, not going to stick around. All the manipulators, they're not sticking around. All right, I'll just I'll just come out and say it. How about that? It's crazy how many mm-hmm. bogeys there have been on number three. I think that number win's three. been tough. And, it, you know, two guys, Scam Tringale, big tone. You're going to have to apologize for Tringale. What do you mean? He's having a great tournament. He's T12. You're all over Tringale all he's the time. He's not going to win. No, no, of course not. That's my whole thing is he's been on tour for – like a decade plus, and he's he's never, he just never does anything remarkable. He just racks up money. And of course, this week you've been you've been blowing up our slack. Like, look at Big Tone, Big Tone. He's T seventeen. Right now, Big Tone's such an afterthought. No, he shot sixty six today, guys. He had a couple I, stumbles I, in the middle of the round, but big putt coming down the stretch for par. Made a couple big putts. Big putt on fifteen. I was impressed watching Big Tone. Big Tone, if he could putt, he'd be the Lynx Master. The Lynx Master. He is the Lynx Master. <laughs> so now, Lynx if you could putt, if you could putt plays for Fee now, now, because I've been, I would, we'd have a lot different conversations over the last two years. If you've if, been dogging the hell out of Fee now, I he just, hasn't I been just playing like, good. I like needling it. I you like, just go opposite whatever I do. <laughs> uh, you know what? What was the scoring average today, Solly? Uh, I'd have to look. It's behind the data wall. I don't know. I can't get the data. Can't get to it. Uh, can't get to it. I, can't, can't I honestly don't know how to get to it. This is the worst collection of stats I can recall for a major. Um, I, I almost feel like, you know, I it felt like 68, 69 was right around par, at least for anybody that matters. Scoring average uh, today is, it is not quite one shot over par. Right, because the back nine played under par. Unacceptable. It's point four, seventy point four, basically. And then yesterday uh, was seventy one, essentially. Didn't so. realize they actually called it the NTT data wall. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's a data wall. Yeah, for they as good as wall on us. the website is so good, like and all the content they've created, all the YouTube stuff they've done the is app, also the good. App's pretty clunky. The app, yeah, sure, app maybe sucks. a bit clunky, but I see people out there like charting exactly where balls are and stuff. I'm like, what the hell are they doing with all this information? Share it with us. Come it's on. Find the data wall. I know. Uh, Scheffler. Before we get going any further, uh, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Whoop. You can go to whoop.com, uh, use promo code NOLANGUP for 15% off. Uh, we make this point a lot, but I, I want to emphasize this. I've been doing, obviously, sleeping less than six hours this week, getting up early. I'm sure, Randy, you can probably give us a similar report. Uh, you know, I know you have, you've been, you haven't been sleeping really at all. You've been on the night shift for us, uh, watching the one thirty cock, uh, premieres. Uh, so you would think, all right, I got nine hours of sleep. That is way better than six hours of sleep. Turns out 
your body can recover a lot better in a six hour period. If you are, if you're ready for bed, if your heart rate is down, if your heart rate variability is up, you can get a lot better sleep. Your body can rest a lot better than just being in bed for a long period of time, which is something I'm learning. I expected to see some horrible recovery scores this week. Haven't really been drinking, have been waking up, you know, just feeling pretty good. And the, the whoop has been checking out the, the whoop gives you a lot of personalized insights like that, uh, helps you give you information on your sleeping habits. If you're ever wondering why you're tired, you can probably link this to your heart rate, not calming down overnight and things like that. There's a lot of different ways you can address it. They got a podcast that helps you address that all kinds of helpful information, how to use, uh, uh, the information they provide you. So whoop.com use promo code, no laying up for 15% off. That'll save you a lot of money on the website. Uh, cannot speak highly enough about this product. And, uh, and yeah, that's, it's been surprisingly good feedback this week. I was a little scared to look at it, but it's been great. Quality over quantity, right? Sure. Yeah. I'm learning that. Yeah. I'm learning that. Very also bad. just don't drink alcohol right before bed. That's a very bad thing for you. It turns out I had a burger last God. night. I was like, I, I got woke, on this woke up this morning. I was like, I'd run a marathon. <laughs> For eating a burger, they like double double burger. That made you sleep better? No, awful. Oh, okay. No, like I ran oh, a marathon I you... like before I gotcha. woke up this morning. Yeah, not good. Randy, that ice cream not before good. bed, not good. Um, not good, guys. Want... I was on the strain train last night. <laughs> oh, yeah, what were you doing, I got, big guy? I got over seventeen. Oh my god, I got a great workout in yesterday. Right. I didn't know if you're going somewhere <laughs> else with that. So, um, the single scene is fertile <laughs> out in Denver. <laughs> I wish. Mile High Club. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk to me about Scheffler, TC. Listen, I didn't see too much of it. I was um, was kind of busy this afternoon, um, just tying up a few loose ends before a trip. But uh, seven under, 66 today. Um, I don't know. I've never really pictured Scheffler as a great like open championship player because he's such a high ball hitter. Um, bogeyed his second hole today, and then all birdies and pars after that. So... Uh, he's, he's, he's a precocious, precocious contender, man. I think he's, uh, you know, between the PGA at Harding and, uh, he's just, he's like wise beyond his years. I think, I think legit on other than I'm, that's what I'm hoping for some spice. I, I want to see Shuffler stick around, but I'm hoping for some spice this weekend in terms of setup, just because I feel like the only thing you really need to know about this Lynx golf course is like how to hit different how to fly different shots off fescue like and you know the the shots aren't really requiring that much uh you know steering into you can hit pretty stock shots around this golf course so like seeing some guys up there that you wouldn't expect to see if you're if you're not expecting to see scotty i'm i'm not surprised because i think it's playing like a kind of like a pga tour golf course more than it is like a Lynx golf course oh yeah i mean maybe a lot different than a pga tour golf course but but a shell of what it could be. What other than like yeah. driving it really far, what works there is also would also work here, right? You're not you're not yeah. required to hit the eight iron under the wind for the one twelve shot right Correct. now as Correct. of now. So yeah. if that was if the wind had blown twenty five miles an hour and you know high ball hitters without a lot of links experience like Scheffler were up there, I would I would be surprised more than I am like you know what you can kind of just hit stock shots. Randy, any reaction to that? <laughs> I couldn't have I couldn't have said it any better myself. Uh, I enjoy seeing Scotty there, though. It's um, he's he's got a lot of game. Uh, it just feels like he's he's going to cash in a big tournament here sooner or later. Uh, I don't think this is his week, but um, backing up the Scottish Open with this performance, it, it's uh, it's exciting to see him doing well in uh, in different settings. Uh, Marcel Seam sticking around. 
Big fist pump guy. Is he anchor? Yeah. Oh my god. Is he anchor? No, he's not. No, angry. he's fine. Oh, not come angry. on, get that out of here. I see okay. you're just trying to drum well, up I, controversy. No, no, I'm just asking the questions. What did Porter said he? No he looks like a guy that would put up twenty-seven, nine, and eight against uh, against a, a U.S. guard in the Olympics here in a, in a couple of weeks. Speaking of the Olympics, how about Javale McGee? No, not speaking the, of the Olympics. The, no, on the U.S. basketball team. What we're is, not. We're not doing that here. What the hell? What the hell is that? I'm I'm standing by. I'm ready to <laughs> ready to whatever minutes I need to. I, I consider it my patriotic duty if they need me. If they need a stretch a stretch four, it doesn't play defense. Yeah. Randy's your guy. A three a three and no D guy. <laughs> That's me. Uh Andy Sullivan, minus six. You know who I'm most surprised to see in the top twelve, honestly? Brooks. Rom. Like I kind of like shot sixty four I know. I kind of I don't want to say wrote him off, but he kind of snuck up there this afternoon. He he's uh, part of the first five holes, birdied six and seven, birdied nine, birdied thirteen, birdied fourteen, birdied fifteen. Could have birdied a couple more coming in. He had some close calls. He could have threatened shooting sixty two today. And Rom's just like a, I don't know. He's like a buoy. Like you can't sink him. Like you know he he. That's a good. I yeah. feel like he was wearing a he's weighted got the, vest. Got the shape of a buoy too. Yeah, <laughs> he was wearing a weighted vest and he shed it. And like you just kind of can't sink this guy. He does not go away. And even on a week where it doesn't feel like he has his best stuff, he's sitting right there. It's the cream, the cream rose this afternoon. Everything kind of happened there. Of course, got really benign there in the afternoon, and uh, the cream really rose. But Randy, Paul Casey, you want to dog him anymore? You got anything else to say? No, I don't have anything else to say except, you know, it, it's just so typical of Paul Casey. Yeah, he's just, it, he's just it, there, right? He's just hanging he's around. He's just there. He's, he's lingering. He yeah, I, I don't know who gets like excited by Paul Casey, but yeah, t- take it away. No, no thanks. Uh, this was a very safe week to come out with your England not winning majors take. It's not going to happen. Very clearly not going to happen this week. Well, it never happens. That's the whole point is it True. never happens. What is I, it? I Rose and will it? Is that it? Yeah, Since Faldo? that's it. Since 96. So, so basically it's damning for Westwood. Fitzpatrick. Donald. Casey, Donald, Patton, Casey, Wallace, Patton. Porter, I mean, well, I don't think you dog Wallace for not winning a major yet. Relatively young guy. Fleetwood, yeah. Um, Ross Fisher. I'm looking at you. <laughs> God, he's naming names. Richard Bland. Yeah. Yeah, name yeah, the gotta, name. Yeah, you got no, Blandy's no, no, older no, no, than no. all these guys. No, no, no. You leave Blandy <laughs> out of this. He's he's literally playing the best golf in the world right now. <laughs> Andy Sullivan. Yeah, for sure, Andy Sullivan. Uh, David Howell. Jack Sr. Don't think I haven't forgotten about you. It kind of dawned on me uh, today. It was like, hmm. Yeah, the only Ryder Cup Lewis. the only Ryder Cup the U.S. team has won in the last 12 years had Chris Wood and Andy Sullivan on the opposing team. Like, maybe that wasn't that great. Maybe that wasn't as great of a win as I would like to remember in 2016. Yeah, crowned. I definitely um, got crowned. Brooks. Not going anywhere. Another buoy, if you will. Can't sink him. Four under today. He's sitting T twelve. Of course, he just he had to do it. Couldn't resist it. Love my driver. Gives a little smirk at Todd Lewis in the interview. Was he talking about face, face, like the face of the driver too? Like I love the face. I don't. I didn't hear him say that. I missed that. But yeah, he just just couldn't help himself. Couldn't help himself. He's a a bully. He's bullying Bryson. (laughs) Can we talk about the big, the big break, the big news out of that? Tell us what happened. Brandel blocked me finally. What did you do? I just said, you know, Brandel had gotten all in on you know Brooks is bullying Bryson. Da 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 da. And then you know, I saw so 
you know, Brandel said, ha ha, that was pretty funny. Like what, what Brooks said. I said, oh, so that's not bullying. Like all of a sudden it's funny now. It's not, you don't think it's bullying. Just kind of throwing his own words back at him. And he just straight up blocked me after all the shit that I've said to him about rollback and <laughs> you know, all the stuff he chooses to block me on this straw, the straw that broke the camel's that was, back. Yeah. That was, that was among the dumbest takes though, his, his bullying take. It was in, uh, it was in it was response to like riling up the crowd to harass Bryson in competition, which like I thought was as far as like, past the line of what Brooks should push it. That was when he said that. So, no, but he no some of the stuff he was he was going beyond that too with some other stuff. Just the whole back and forth, the whole uh, you know media like the Todd Lewis interview, all that stuff. Okay, so yeah, it, it was weak. I would I would definitely put this in the camp of like clearly I couldn't be more clear like this is the good hearted fun that this thing should probably be about right I still think the you know the Brooksy thing was was dumb and the Mick Ultra thing was even more dumb but this is like like very obviously fair game yeah anyway <laughs> like, I just you know I feel like everybody's tweeting I don't really like it's just a funny little thing that he did on the side I don't think it's worth it's digging not that into big a deal. you know. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes. But the last thing I'll say on that was like, I was kind of disappointed in him because part of me thought like, all right, Brooksy, like major Brooksy is not going to stoop to this. Like the dude's on the cut line. He's not relevant to this tournament. And like, this is supposed to be, you have four weeks that he feeds off of. Right. But you have four weeks a year where you show up and really try on the golf course. Like kind of like, don't, but he like, that's his whole shtick, right? It's the whole like perceived slights and, and nobody, you know, it's true. So, well, the thing that I thought was kind of bullshit from him was him going after Adam Schefter on Twitter afterwards. Such a weird... Like, like at me. It's like, no, like Schefter, like he 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 covers real athletes for a living, dog. <laughs> like, like, you know, Patrick Willis or, uh, you know, Bosa is not going to say like, yo, Schefter, like at me, dog. And it wasn't like a personal comment. No, it wasn't like it he was talking shit. about him. No. It's like it was it's really weird. He's trying to get that like that made it as clear as possible that how much Brooks cares about this pip. Like a social, called it a pippy long stocking play. Social media mentions from a large, a huge following football account is probably like going to move the needle a lot more than anything that ha- anything that happens in the actual golf world. So um, I was impressed. I thought Cam Smith played better than his score indicated today. Just a couple couple loose holes, made four bogeys, shot sixty seven with four bogeys. Um, just dog. He's he's hundred percent dog, hundred percent coyote, dingo, whatever dingo, you want to call yeah. it. It's just he's just getting the most out of his round, hanging hanging out, uh, sticking around. A um, little bit disappointing from Harmon today. Plus one. So out of the University of Georgia. <laughs> tea times are out tomorrow. Um, we got Louie and Morikawa out at three fifty five p.m. local time. Spieth and Fratelli out at 345. DJ and Scheffler. Uh, then Van Tonder and Grillo. Can we do these mountain time for Randy? All right. So yeah. Marcel Seam, Andy Sullivan, Justin Harding, Paul Casey, Kepka and Mackenzie Hughes, Rom and Tringali. I did not realize Ryan, Ryan Fox was up there. Finau and Ryan Fox. Corey Connors, Cameron Smith, Danny Willett, Brian Harmon, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, uh, all right. Let's play how far back is too far back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, Shane. I want to give a shout out to Shane Lowry. That was sixty-five today. Um, Sugar Shane up to T seventeen. Uh, 
Let's see here. Who else? Uh, expected a little bit more from Sergio today. Uh, one under par, three three under for the for the week. Uh, Simps- you know I was Simpson gave by? a couple back today. Exactly, Webb. And you know what? I think that's a direct result of the course playing too easy. Yeah, I think the easier the setup, the worse he plays. Just just loses focus or doesn't have the same advantage of being yeah exactly inaccurate. I was I was just livid with Fleetwood today. Plus one. Yeah, disgusting. He's still going to be on the flight to Vegas when our team goes, uh, when we win the DraftKings pool. But. You know who shot 66 today? Chez. Chez. Chez making the cut. T31. Westwood, very good round from Westwood, too. 67. You know who did not shoot 66 today? Stuart Sink shot a 77 today and missed the cut after all of our uh, all of our praise that we gave him yesterday. So this is why we can't have nice things. Anybody know anything about this, this German kid? Matthias Schmidt? Mm-hmm. I can't say shot I do. Shot 65 today? Uh, and then, uh, let's see. We got JT. A couple more guys. I, I was disappointed in Tron, uh, Hovland. Victor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not a good round. I thought, I thought Joaquin, I thought Joaquin would make a move. Um, and Xander, not, not a great week for Xander. He's but, not, he's not done. Right. He made the cut. Right? He made the cut. He's no, even. Who's the biggest name that missed the cut. I was trying to think of it. Like not a lot of, not a lot of big names missed the cut. Uh, you got Big Leash, which shout out to Big Leash. He he putted with his. He made two birdies. He was what, two or three under with his wedge. I hate with his wedge. Nobody hates this more than I do, TC. But yesterday you said, you know, tomorrow when he misses the cut, I'll apologize. I'm apologizing on behalf of Big Leash and Maddie. But I will say that he maybe he should have broken his putter earlier. <laughs> I mean mm. that that was you know he 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 birdied birdied eighteen. Uh. I just, 17 I, and 18. I hate to have to drag it out of you. You know, I kind of thought you'd come to the table after, you know, bring it to your attention yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, I thought you would have come to the table right. and been prepared all to right. apologize. Uh, Hatton Hatton did not play well uh, all week. Hatton missed the cut. That's probably... Can't lay. Can't lay up there, too, is yeah. the, the biggest names that missed can't, the cut. Randy, we were talking about it yesterday. Cat, he just doesn't do anything for me. Uh, no, P, he stinks. He missed the cut. Randy, who's leading the FedEx Cup? We did this last night. I have no idea. Can't lay. But that <laughs> sudden of the FedEx Cup, because he he's not, he's just such a non-factor in majors. This is accurate. P, P missing uh, the cut. How Tong? I'd say How Tong might be the biggest name to miss. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about just straight up, you know, awareness. Most, <laughs> most popular. Uh, uh, disappointed Phil, in the, sh- the schlong. The PGA champ. Yeah. Do you have any apologies you want to make, Randy? No, I think he was a couple bounces, a couple burned edges on Thursday. <laughs> I mean, he'd be right there. What was your pick? What was your one this week? What was your Phil pick this week? I picked him to win. Oh, okay, that's right. I couldn't. I wasn't no, sure. I, 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 I thought that was a good pick. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> one this week. Listen, uh, Adam anyway. Long, not he was not the low schlong. Joe Long, the 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 uh, the uh, amateur, snuck in. <laughs> he's he's schlong the schlong. There were some takes flying around this morning when Will Zalatoris announced that he was withdrawing due to injury that he received on the fifteenth hole. I don't um, think anybody dislikes at, Will Zalatoris. No, no, like having, rough takes, like takes about the rough oh. of the, like injury inducing <laughs> rough. Um, which I also some bad takes. Yeah, I was kind of looking at that. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't really, I don't know. Like, I I, I don't pretend to know exactly how to maintain fescue rough. Uh, but from what I've heard, it's been like the perfect storm of inability, you know, a, a 
baked out last couple of years and have really wet this year it means it's really tough to maintain, unable to mow it, haven't been able to mow it in two years or something like that. Rub the green. Um, and I don't know. It, I, I don't, I, I think there's something too, like you can't like really long rough consistently is going to injure players and not be a great thing. And at the same time, like, yeah, this one week out of the year, you know, this is probably going to happen. And if you try to do too much out of this rough and you it's, injure yourself, it's kind of you play within yourself. Yeah. So I know there there absolutely is, no, no sympathy takes. Well, and I, I don't know. I think it was Zalatoris too. Like, I don't think anybody wants to see the guy like regarding the putt yesterday. I don't think anybody wants to see the guy not succeed. Like I'm rooting, know. like crazy for him. And the, the, the kid hit a bad, a bad putt. He hit a few of those at, at Augusta too, where he, like the, the face just like doesn't yeah. even imagine like, it, watch, like tuning in to watch the greatest players in the world and watching something so like amazingly. It's like a, if an NBA player airballed a free throw and got it a quarter of the way there, like wouldn't that be go viral and like be worthy of commentary? Like, of course it was like, a big deal that Zalatoris did that for. yesterday. Yes, like, they come make, on. They make blooper reels in every other sport. And that's yes. what I was going to say about the rough. Like, if golfers want to be athletes, then give me a break on, oh, the rough is too long. They might get injured. You know, oh, we can't, you know, hit a bad putt. We got to be nice to them. Like, get, get out of here with that. That's so soft. Totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, I'm just scrolling through stuff. Uh, Brandon Grace missed the cut. Made an eight on the yeah. ninth hole today. He made a he made a mess out of that That's one. Tough. Before if we if we're scrolling that far, we skipped a key name that I I do want to discuss. And if you want to abstain from this conversation, then you're welcome to. Ryan Palmer. Rory McIlroy shoots another seventy, even par. Uh, and when asked after the round if he's trying hard to win one, he said, "Quote: Not at all. I've got four of these. Geez, I, look, I've got. I'm the luckiest guy in the world." I get to do what I love for a living. I have a beautiful family. My life is absolutely perfect at the minute. I want for nothing. So it's not a case of trying too hard for sure. Randy, what's your reaction to that? It's a beautiful, uh, what a lucky guy is. And and how lucky he is to have that perspective. I think it's a beautiful, honest response. I, I have no issue with that at all. Okay. I have a little issue with it. Like I, why? It seems like he's lying to himself a little bit. Right? It doesn't, it, it, it I, I, I appreciate like the candor. Yes. Yeah. When you get home, once you get home, like leaving a disappointing round of golf or whatever at the course and enjoying the rest of your life, I I'm there. I feel like if this is accurate, he's very stuck in between with like what he wants in life. Like per, for me personally, I can't picture if you've got already got all the money in the world, like more money than you could spend. Your money is earning money for you at this point. Why travel the world and compete? And and be half in it, it, if and I'm not saying he's half in it, but like this is at least to, like he would not make this quote if he was twenty when he was twenty three years You're old. Saying he might he might have too much perspective. Maybe a bit too much perspective. Like I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too into it. Yeah, yeah. What like we, you know, it's it's a same. So I'm a, I, I'm going to bring this up. This is a little bit different. Uh, and this is in relation to a question I asked Jordan Spieth about money. So it's not a direct translation. Rory's talking about family. The, the, the question I asked Rory or Spieth was just kind of like, hey, when you're struggling, you know, you've made it big time financially. Like, how do you how do you reconcile those two? And his quote like just stuck with me. And it was exactly what I wanted to hear. He said, it's such a crutch to lean on in such an unhealthy way. If you're struggling and you're like, oh, it's fine. I'm not going to have to worry about money. It's no big deal. It's such a crutch and it's such an inhibitor to actually getting out of a funk. And like contrasting those two statements today was kind of like, 
okay. Like, I, I don't know. Like that, that made me less hopeful in, in Rory going forward. That's for sure. I think Rory just, he just doesn't have any dog in him. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's, that's what it comes down to. It seems like, like where he, like when he's on, he's on. And when, when everything's going well, he's, he's a killer, but he just doesn't, you know, he's just not a dog. Like, I think two things can be true. I think everything he said is like having that good perspective on life is very healthy, very good thing. And something I would like, I, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with any of that, but if he's actually internally justifying, like, I, I just don't believe him in this, in terms of that, this doesn't bother him, that he's not playing well in majors and not competing at the highest level anymore. I don't believe that for a second. Well, I, but I guess that wasn't really the question though. Right. Because I, I, I agree with what you're saying, and I'm sure it bothers him. But I, I think the question, as I understand it, was like, "Are you playing you're too hard?" And he, like, I, I don't know. I, I get this to say he. The way I took it was like, "Are you pressing because you're just trying too hard?" And he's like, no, it's "Which not is really a different that. thing, right?" Yeah. Which I don't yeah. think he answered that question either. Then, right? He, he's talking about something totally different when asked if trying too hard. I don't know. Am I reading it too far into it? I'm just tired of them like showing every shot of his breathlessly and like like and expecting a different result. Like he, he, we're to the point with Rory where like he needs to he needs to show us something, right? Like he needs to re-earn that. Like I get that he's won four majors, but at this point, like you know, not recently, right? There's there's other players that are more deserving of of breathless nonstop coverage, in my opinion. I don't know. I still want. I don't know. I still kind of want to see it. Yeah, you're right. It's the same thing. It's like, so it, fucking frustrating watching yeah. him. Like just you know, come up short with wedges or miss these putts. That it's like yo, like we were talking about it yesterday with like momentum, right? Just like establish a little bit more more momentum or be a little bit more of a dog when like it it's not going to be a perfect swing every time and figure out how to get the ball in the hole. Yeah. So I don't and know. I realize it's like I'm Tron Carter like for handicap telling Rory McIlroy this, but like, you know, but I think at some point, like we've appreciated his greatness and, you know, but it's like, it's, it's like his game needs to evolve a little bit, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, he's well, almost a shot yeah. worse strokes gain wise than he was in 2019 at this point with decreases in pretty much every category. So were you going to say Randy? No, I was just, you know, it's just, I think everybody just gets frustrated because he has so many gifts and has such great, talent and ability it's it's hard to watch people when the when those pieces don't come together um I, you know I, I think people just I, I feel like and nothing against him personally even it's like I feel like we all feel a little bit robbed of being able to watch somebody at, at the height of their abilities do great things and um I it's it's just a shame you know uh it's like a it's like a compliment. It's a weird compliment in a way. Exactly, that, like, you want to see I'm the saying. guy succeed because like, you yes. like him so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah, and I feel like I'm not. I feel like I root for Swaggy Rory, right? And it's honestly been like a long time since we've seen Swaggy Rory, so it's like hard yeah. to root for the Rory that we see on TV now. And again, it's kind of a circular thing. It's not like you can't just go out and fake swagginess if your game isn't there. Um, the 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 I don't know the comforting fact of that is similar to Spieth when Spieth was not playing well. It's like it, the bottom didn't fall out. Like I mean, he knows it's still in there. Yeah, it wasn't like he's you know fallen outside the top two hundred in the world or anything like that or completely lost his game. It's not a Stenson style you know fall off the map of any kind. That's just kind of what makes it really frustrating. Is it like you keep you can keep convincing yourself it's kind of close and then uh, it just it really just isn't. So. Guys, I'm I'm getting I'm getting word. 
Harris English shot 65 today. Shot 30 on the back. Oh, flushing the ball, Randy. Home game. Oh, God. Home game. You could be vying for low Englishman this weekend. <laughs> so a couple more questions we got. Uh, Joey Cux MSU. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> will they get hyper aggressive with the pins tomorrow to save face? No, no I, I would imagine. So. I would imagine that they they dial it up. Like I feel like the RNA just stays out of the way, right? They don't want to be the yeah. story yeah. ever. They'll dial it up a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's to save face. I don't think they care that much about yeah. the winning score or anything like that. But I do think, I think they're probably acknowledging it's time to introduce a little bite to this championship, uh, whatever that may be. Uh, turn on the stub airs, baby. <laughs> Get them humming tonight. Uh, Bryce, can we talk Bryson strategy today? Did sure. He, did he change? I didn't watch too much of his round. Did he change up his strategy much, or just keep wailing on the driver? Or? I didn't see every shot, but it did not feel like he hit as many drivers as he did yesterday, which makes a lot of sense because the driver sucks. Driver sucks. Uh, it, I don't know if it was a, a a fuck you to Cobra to do that or if it was like, a, you know what? I don't know if that strategy is best. He played today strategy-wise a lot more like I thought he would, right? Okay. I mean, you can hit hybrids and stuff off these tees, get it running, and play your game and still succeed on this golf course. And... He didn't have a great day, but he made the cut on the number. Yeah. Um, shot even. Um, so and, he's playing with the gooch tomorrow. But, yeah, I I, <laughs> I, I I, have nothing noteworthy to happen. He would have had a pretty decent day, if not for that. I think he made double when he hit in that bunker uh, on the green t- on the hole in the back nine. He finished at plus one, I was hoping. Uh, he made a... Oh, he made bogey. Made on, bogey, on yeah. 10. Okay. Uh, I was hoping he was going to play with the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> the bullet could give give Bryson a little little dose of perspective, I think. Two two physical specimens. How about that uh, streaker segment this afternoon? Did you guys catch that? I caught the tail end of it. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, streakers were fun. It was it was poorly was timed, doing. but it was a good segment. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's right. And I think streakers are fun. I think we need more streakers back in sports. I'm not disagreeing that we celebrate every time that it happens. I when you're already interrupting for a lot of commercials and you're going away to segments. Uh, that involves streakers, really just so Peter Jacobson can come in and tell his streaker story of tackling one. Jake's takes, baby. That's where I kind of have to draw the line. But uh, th- there, was a, there was a couple really, really cool uh, camera shots I want to point out from yesterday and today. Uh, there was one behind Morikawa, and they did it a couple times yesterday. I didn't see it as much today. Uh, like super low shot, and then you, like you could really see the impact and then see the ball against the sky. It was just something that... They don't normally get that artsy in the States. And then there was one of uh, Dustin Johnson today um, putting with the stands in the background, and you could really see the slope of the green. Like that was a, And you could see the, the all the people up on the hill and whatnot. It was, and it was cool. Th- this golf course, it can look very, very boring from an aerial view, right? The, the There's more, a lot of towers out there. And it's, the more down to the – you know, ground level cameras you get of, you know, seeing some of the slopes they're dealing with. It, it comes alive at least a little bit more than it probably does from the higher ones. So, um, sorry, I'm going to, we'd be very, we're going to get just destroyed by our Irish friends. If we don't shout out Seamus power. Mm. Who's currently mm. T2 in, in Northern Kentucky in Lexington there, uh, uh, at the Barbasol, uh, shot 68 today. He's, He's playing some of the best hottest player in the world. <laughs> um, uh, Shipman Carter says, "Will the final score be lower than minus 20 I'm gonna go with no on that. No, I, don't I think, think so. I think 16 will win. 
I'll go with, I think 16 is probably a playoff. I think 17 or 18 wins. Wow. Um, how far back is too far back? It's time. Mm. Oh, I got a great answer. I feel really good about my answer. Okay. What is it? Do you want it? me to go or do you want me to save it? Go ahead. I think anybody six under or worse is too far back. So Whoa. including the guys at six under. Including six under. So it's a six-man race. And some of that's just because yes. of the guys at six under. Actually, you don't believe exactly. in, right? Yeah. Well, and more of the guys at seven and better. Okay, so you're ruling. So you're basically ruling out Kepka at five, Rom yeah. at five, Big yeah. Tone at four. I'd say four is too far back. I'll I'll, I'll start it at four. Because uh, Rom Rom could win this thing still. Yeah, I think yeah I think tomorrow somebody could go out and shoot sixty three tomorrow and be, you know, granted they'd have to back it up with a sixty five or sixty six, but. Like what's what's data golf saying as far as Rom's winning percentage um as of right now is four point eight percent, which is like it's basically like what the third best guy comes in with to the tournament. Data golf also loves the shit out of Rom. Uh winning percentage for Louis, thirty four percent. What does it say for Kepka? Kepka is two point seven percent. Okay. Um, but like you got to remember these, that personally. these models too, like keep like track of your game throughout the whole year. And Kepka, the the models never really love Kepka that much because he just doesn't play doesn't nearly play. as good. Um, Morikawa is seventeen percent, Spieth twelve point four percent, DJ seven point three, Scheffler five point six, uh, Paul Casey of course coming in at one point seven percent. That seems high. Uh, Fratelli one point five, Grillo one three, Smith and Finau one point zero. Uh, anything else? Uh, what's going on in the U.S. Junior Girls? Oh my gosh, they're in extra holes right now. Don't tell me Rose, Rose is, is in extra holes. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Paula Miranda wow. from Mexico. Wow, crazy! Huh. Did not see. Yeah. That Let's see. Uh, man, that's not good. Rose won this morning, five and four. Well, it might be. Well, it might be Miranda's playing some exceptional golf. I got another good question that came from B. DeMungo. Which announcer will make the tone deaf? Grillo is inspired by fellow countryman Angel Cabrera comment, and why is it Azinger? Uh, no, no comment. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, I'm looking at Paula Miranda. Yeah, she's going to the University of Iowa, letter of intent. Um, I mean, Rose Rose isn't making bogeys. I don't think she didn't make a single bogey in regulation. Uh, she just like Miranda's just beating her with birdies. So hmm. uh, that's wild. And then uh, it's a just an absolute shootout in the land of Lincoln. Guys are going so deep in the capital of Illinois and Springfield. And then uh, I'm a little bit worried, Randy. The the Jutana Garden sisters they were two over at the turn today. One one over. Are they playing? All shot today, or are they playing? I would assume it's all shot today. It's all shot. Yeah, today's all shot. Yeah, so they they birdied five, and then bogeyed six, eight, and nine. They've since gotten one back, mm. but Lee six was leading for a little bit there. Um, but yeah, it's a Thai woman I've never heard of before, and Aditi Ashuk are are currently leading. We got a we got a comment here from Pops Barrington says you guys need to do uh, live between round bets for the DraftKings thing during majors. So if we're looking at the live odds, are we still you're still sticking with Spieth plus four hundred? Do we have a hundred nuggies? Sure. All right, fake. This is fake. This is not actually hundred nuggies. I'm going uh, fifty on Spieth at plus four hundred. 
Yeah, and then I'm going fifty on DJ. I like. I would. I would. I would follow Just you into I that think battle. That's where the that's where the upside is. I right? would follow you into that battle. DJ is plus eight hundred going into tomorrow. How about? Well, you can talk about Tyrrell. Tyrrell had a little had a day today. That was great. F- Which what, one? What did he say? F- it was fucking bullocks. <laughs> He uh, flicked somebody off. Absolute fucking bullets. Yeah. <laughs> it's like to the best right fans in golf he did that? I don't know if it I was to a fan. Or it might have been to Bryson. Yeah. Who knows what was back, who was back there. But uh, that was great. And then just took him two attempts to break it, but finally broke one of his clubs on the back nine. Just full-on snap, all caught on camera. A lot of, a lot of club-breaking day. Leash... Uh, did you get the leash story? How he broke his putter? No, no, I didn't. It's not seem like he, a leash I, thing. I know he did it on ten. Well, I, I think he putted that bad yesterday, okay. and then first first nine today. I just know he did it on ten. Uh, and then Matt Every tossed his putter in a lake today. God, at the Barbasol. A lot of people out there need some CBD, man. We need to calm great, down a little great. bit. So, uh, Hatton's sweet, man. I. I I'm a, I'm a fan. Somebody pointed this out today. It was like very much, gosh, if Bryson had done any of this stuff, how much we would have just like railed on it. Hatton does like, ah, look at Hatton. Ah, he's, he's fun. It's like, it, you know, he's British. He's got an accent. I know. It's, it did work for me. He though. knows how to cuss well. He knows how to. For some reason, it's funny when Tyrrell does it. He's got Bryson, flair. Yeah. Do British people love Tyrrell too? Or is it like, I don't know. You see what I'm getting at there? Like if you see him too often, are you sick of him? And we just think it's funny when he comes over and does I mean, this. Randy, you you speak for all the all the Brits out there. What do you think? No, I speak power to the Brits. <laughs> I'm the only one telling it like it is. I have no idea. I, I don't know. Very. I hadn't thought of it this way uh, from Jack Warner because Haddon isn't a fuck is a is a really great way of putting it. So uh, British. Oh, goodness, said it better myself. Pops Jack. Barrington again. <laughs> British blokes hate Tyrrell. Did not know that. Mm. Or I. Mm. I I don't know if that's a popular uh Randy, you you going after the Brits is is very uh very off brand for you being from Marymont and I know you guys are loyal to the Queen. You grew up, you know it's you grew up in a in a in a very queen queen fearing household. <laughs> Listen, we're we're all Protestants here. Uh I, I take no pleasure in doing it, TC. That's what, what you have to understand. It gives me absolutely no pleasure to, to, to do so. I just, it needed to be said. And so I, I it's my duty. It's, I said, fiduciary duty to people out there to just tell it like it is. I love this. this is like, I've got Luke Donald, Luke Donald's grace. He, he, he kind of escaped some earlier heat. He's a massive disgrace for never winning a major. The comments rolling through on Hatton just like typify social media. No, they don't. Tiro is class. And then the very next one from Mike Hatton sucks. I wouldn't say he's class. Yeah, it's that's very. Not, that's not what I. It's very Hat, polarizing. Hatton equals bobbins. I'm like, you know, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> All right, I think I'm about wrapped. Uh, anything else, guys? I should oh. I shouldn't open that up because TC. This is where TC adds like eight more things to it. So. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually good today. Okay, I'm going on vacation tomorrow. All right, safe oh, trip. Oh my Thank gosh. you. I'm flying with my four and a half year old, so we'll see how that goes. He's gonna love it. So big. Have a wonderful Friday afternoon and evening out in Denver. Thanks everyone for tuning in, and we will see you back here around the same time tomorrow. Cheers.
Come along, sing the open song and a pint, and you might lend a cheer. I, the wind, she is strong. Now the days are quite long. All along, sing the open song. 